Hey everyone, welcome back to the National Fire Radio Podcast, where we are releasing daily episodes Monday through Friday. Conversations with people that are in love with this job. We talk about the highs and the lows and everything in between, but if you're here listening and part of the National Fire Radio community and you're checking out this podcast, whether it's your first episode or you're all the way in on a hundred and something episodes by now and you're bought into it, we appreciate you. We appreciate you being part of the community and constantly coming back and listening to the podcast. Welcome. Enjoy the word. And for us to be able to do this and deliver this to you every day, we need the help of some sponsors. And these sponsors are partners where we do collaboration work and they allow us to put forth great content with great guests so that we can keep pushing this job forward. So before we hop into the episode, a quick word from some of our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the podcast, Taylor's Tins. Taylor and her screw have been manufacturing helmet fronts, aluminum helmet fronts, since 2017, over 200,000 plus shields have been manufactured by Taylor and his crew. Custom helmet fronts shipped within 24 to 48 hours. Whether it's one piece to a 500 piece department order, they'll get them out under two days. They're doing incredible work, 100% customizable product. Their product is top shelf. Not only are they doing aluminum helmet fronts, they're doing gas cards, playing cards, keychains, medical cards, and charts. Pump charts, street signs, custom signs, banquet awards, you name it, they're doing it. Go to taylorstins.com. And if you do order, use this promo code, NFR sent me, all one word, NFR sent me, and you'll get 15% off at checkout. That's because we have a strong relationship and friendship with Taylor from Taylor's Tins. They've been a longtime supporter of the National Fire Radio platform, and I appreciate their support and friendship. Without further ado, the daily episode hey everybody jeremy national fire radio back at it this is a monday morning bomb right here this one is going to be exciting ben wilson 16 years in the fire service nine years with falkir county virginia ben did i hit that right yeah you said it right brother you got it damn <laughs> volunteers outside of the job as well this man runs an instagram page effing doing it right f-d-i-r on Instagram, and his logo is very simply this, ate up. He loves everything about the job. Ben, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, brother, dude. I'm, I'm super excited about this. It's going to be a good time. So a little backstory, right? Know nothing about you, and these are some of my favorite interviews because when I get to talk to guys that I don't know about, I learn as we go. And as the listeners are listening, I'm listening. I'm fired up our first 10 minutes of the pre-call before we started hitting the record button and started going live here. I learned a lot about you already, and I am fired up just like you are. Ate up. What is that? What does that mean? Am I ate up, or who, is everyone ate up? How are you ate up? What does it mean? Oh, dude, I am every single thing about this job I'm committed to. I mean, from a busted pipe to fire blowing out the windows to grandma needs help up off the floor, I want to do every single thing, and I literally have no other hobbies. Like, I love my friends to death. They do all this cool stuff. I literally firefighting, 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 firefighting. That is my jam. Like I absolutely love it. I think about it every day. Of course you got to unplug or you're going to burn yourself out, but dude, there's no off switch. And it's just, it's, it's what I do. I'm, I'm terrified to never be able to do it again. That's why I'm going to eat every second of it up because we don't know when that's going to be, you know, our time's going to be like, Hey man, it's time to take your lid and hang it up on the wall. 
how contagious is that around you? I mean, I have to think, right? Because here's the thing, man. I love it, too, and that's why I started this whole gig that I do, and I get to talk to awesome guys like yourself every single day now with the podcast, and it fires me up every single day, right? But some people can push back on that, too, no? Oh, you're going to be a lightning rod. Like, if if, if you are dive into this, and, and it's not to be, you know, disruptive or rude or crude or anything but it's it's to do it right like i've never been the guy like hey there's one way of doing this and this is all we're gonna do i just want the thing accomplished um big thing that i always preach is what's the what's the first rule in firefighting and everybody uh safety put the fire i'm like no those are goals there is absolutely not a single fucking rule in firefighting and i'm not telling you to be reckless all that but like just do it right and enjoy it and learn with your brothers and sisters and get it done. And that's what I've always been about. That's, that's huge. I mean, so let's break that down a little bit, right? Where does this come from? Because that, that kind of like point of view, and I agree with you. I agree with all of that, right? I think, too, that a lot of what we're missing is the fact that we're supposed to actually enjoy this, too. I know it's a job. I know we're there for the people and we're there for each other. But, man, we can have some smiles and laughs along the way and learn as we go in a good environment, right, in a positive environment where we push each other forward and have a lot of laughter along the way. Isn't that all part of this? Oh, dude, I, I am all about joy, enthusiasm, and, and dude, I, you won't find me without having a smile on my face. Like, I, I think there are just some brothers and sisters out there that think I ruined the group picture because everybody's going to have the <laughs> mean mug on. And, dude, I've got teeth showing, this big, goofy mustache, and, dude, my eyes are lit up. Like, Can we- I love it. I'm going to smile it. And, 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 dude, just having joy, like understand like just you can be happy you know why why are we so angry in photos i don't understand that every yeah. every job photo i see guys are all cracked you know all crapped up man they're, they're not happy they're miserable they got this look of disgust on their face what's that oh, what just, is that yeah I mean, just, I mean i get i get being you know like hey man salty pride Badass. And everything like that like i do i get it but like the thing is is i want my kids my wife you know, my family later down the road is like, you know, great, great grandpa Ben was all about this. Yeah. And like, you know, like which, which one's grandpa Ben, the big goofy fuck with the smile. I on love his face. that. <laughs> well, it matters, right? Because think about it this way. So everybody loves the nostalgia of the fire service. We look back at those iconic photos from the sixties, seventies, eighties, right? The war years out of New York city, all that. And you look at that and you look at the outside of the actual firefighting photos where they're, where those guys are busting their asses 24 hours a day during those crazy times, they're all laughter photos. They're all smiling and pranking each other and having fun. We can't lose sight of that in this job. Oh, no. I mean, I dude, it, and it sounds bad. I know, like, if a chief listens to this, he's going to lose his mind, but shenanigans in the firehouse bring people together. 100%. And the, mean, only, the only chiefs that are going to lose those minds about that are the ones that didn't have or have the ability to do that when they were uh, backstep firemen. Right, because you can't lose sight of that, right? Like you can't let paper win. Paper can't win. We can't allow paper to win. Yeah, I mean, there's gotta be a line. There's gotta be a line. Of course, we're all professionals, you know. But I mean, dude, I'm telling you, man, like the other day, like I had guys zip tie and lock my my betting box together <laughs> I because that. I left it at the house. Right. It, it warmed my heart to know that <laughs> guess what they did? Instead of all those guys sitting on a recliner and everything like that, they all got together and they took the time to drill my box, but they didn't take my bedding out. So now I got a nice hole in my bedding. Love you guys. But I mean, just stuff like that. And then guess what? The other firehouse sees that and they're like, 
man, those guys are having a good time. Yeah. Let's start having a good time. Dude, it, happiness is infectious. And the thing is, is I don't have to explain a single an ounce of happiness to you. If you're like, what's your favorite color? And I go red. I don't have to explain that. Now, if I say I got something negative, I'm like, what's your favorite color? What's, what's not your favorite color? Red. Why don't you like red? It's like, come on, man. Yep. Be happy. Enjoy everybody. Your day's short. It's it, it's only 24 hours, or if you're volleying, whenever you want to choose, have fun. Smile. Yeah. So the eight up then, where does it come from? I mean, it's not everybody's program that way, right? Some people, it's it's a lot of effort to be in a good mood all the time, smiling and enjoying the job, right? So it takes work, right? Where does that come from? What foundation sets you on this path to just be enamored with this job? Uh, dude, I was just drenched in it from the beginning, man. Like, uh, my old man was a chief and, like, a you know, volley chief, and I was riding in the front of a buggy when I was, like, eight or nine. And, dude, just dove into it always saw a smile on everybody's face and everybody ever met in the fire service was just all about it um can i can i make you still can i make you love this job that much no i can't i can't make anybody in this world be as committed as i am like dude i've got so much i can give to everybody in the world yeah i wish that everybody would be the same way but i get it dude i mean like some people hey man this is a job i got you i got you but I promise you with training and everything like that, I'm going to bring comfort and stability, which we can all bring into our firehouses for, for you to have fun. Yeah. So, so no longer that. And then dude, nobody likes to be a grump all day. Even the grumpy old guy that we always see in the chair or the, you know, somebody that doesn't want to be involved, doesn't like to be exiled. Like I worked in a firehouse one time and all these dudes were just, they were upset. They're bitching about this and that. And dude, they were sitting at the kitchen table I walked in and I I saw a puzzle, a five thousand a five thousand piece puzzle, and I saw it and I dumped it out on the table, and I was like, "Let's do a puzzle. You guys can still bitch, but let's do a puzzle." So these guys are, "Oh, you can't believe I can't believe they got us doing this and that." Did you see the new policy on that? Hey, do you have blue? I need some blue over here. <laughs> and dude, the the negativity got washed away. I got all the guys at the table now, and they're working on a puzzle, and then we can. You can flip negativity so quick, and it just makes your day go by faster without negativity. I have no use for it. In five years on this podcast, this is one of the best stories I've ever heard. Puzzle. I'm not kidding. I'm just a good guy. uh, Yeah, but, man, that's what... That's what makes it impact, right? It's like it's moments like that where people get crazy, right? They you like you build out this incredible thing for your crew because you are goofy and you love the job and you're looking for ways to bring people in. We need more of that cohesiveness. We need more people to grab the others and find a way to broker that conversation, man. I freaking love that. Do you have any blue on that side of the table? I need some blue. Yeah, and, and now that negativity is gone, man, because now everybody's working on a puzzle, and before you know it, it's lunchtime. I and, dude, it. it just just get it get it out. And I, I understand the guy's got to steam off. And, like, dude, I, I'm in the same boat. I, I'm not perfect. I don't think you None know, of us it's are. Rain, yeah, but, I mean, you got to get it out. But, dude, hey, man, if I have anybody, and I, and I hear them bitching, and you can ask guys I work with, I'll come in there, and, and it's a you know, bitch fest, and it's in every fire department in the world. I've, I've traveled this country. I've seen it. But I come in and say, I'm like, say one positive thing. Uh, this. All right, cool deal. Say one positive thing about your brother across the table, brother and sister across the table. And they're like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And now I've changed that negativity to us just talking about positive things. Because like, oh, uh, uh, Joey, uh, 
he's got a great smile. And then somebody at the other end of the table, yeah, Joey does have a great smile, you know, like, and it turns cool. into goofiness. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Well, the one thing too is you're making them uncomfortable. And uncomfortable, oh, yeah. like, I literally just had this conversation with my wife this morning about stay uncomfortable. Don't get comfortable. She's starting a new venture in her life. And I said, don't get comfortable with it. You're having some success right now. Don't get comfortable. Stay uncomfortable and continue to push yourself to be uncomfortable because that's what makes you thrive. You're that guy pushing people to be uncomfortable, which makes them focus more and get more involved. I love that, man. That's freaking huge. Talk to me a little bit about your upbringing, though. You said you used to ride the front seat of the of the buggy uh, when you were young, man. I mean, you were seeing a lot. You oh. were exposed to the fire service at a young age, right? So, oh man, that's that foundation, right? That solid foundation that that you came into. Oh man, like my old man just he he's all about it too, man. Like, yeah. I mean, even worse than me, man. Like, I mean, for <laughs> my birthday, my man gave me a working game well box. Yes. He's like, here you go. I mean, like. That that's my family. That's where I, I mean, and some people have never been exposed to that. But like, yeah, dude, I grew up like, you know, kids are watching cartoons. I used to have and I, I tell all the guys about this. Uh, it used to be a, a, a series called Bravest. Mm -hmm. Oh, I um, remember it. Absolutely. And, and I had the DVD called Burning Brownstone. Yeah, it was about rescue, too. Yeah. And dude, you know how people like they, they've got their shows. That was my shit, man. Absolutely. I wanted I'm like, this is the coolest stuff ever. And of course, you know. Growing up on backdraft, and I, I know I'll, I'll get heat for that, but I mean, like, I got a Halligan bar tattooed on my forearm. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I made up. This is what I do. Like, I don't know anything else. No apologies. No apologies. So let me ask you this then. Okay. So I'm going into my phone real quick, so bear with me real quick. I want to bring up your Instagram. So it's effing doing it right, all periods in between. And the, the handle is f.d.i.r, right? Okay. So everybody's yeah, got no that. Yeah, no the R. Thanks, Instagram. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So let me, I want to read this because this is your very first post on your page. And it says, while it's official, I made a page. F-D-I-R. As some of you know, I'm no one special, just ate up, just an ate up guy who loves every single aspect of the fire service. I'll be sharing upcoming classes from various groups and some random knowledge I've picked up along my career. I'm open to any conversation, hard or easy, and love learning from others. As always, thank you and look thank you for looking and much love. My man, that right there sums up exactly what the last 10 minutes of this conversation has been and everything that I know about you. But here's the thing that you did that a lot of people don't. You have now put yourself out there to own every single piece of content and information you are sharing. You're creating a brand, which, and I don't mean that in a bad way, I mean in a very good way. You're, you're building your personal brand, which is important because you take ownership and authenticity of the content you put out, which opens you up for the potential for criticism as well as praise. How are you, what was that, what was that push for you? How, because I know for me, it wasn't the easiest thing. When you, when you decide to own your shit, like you do, every post you put out where you're doing a victim removal, stretching a line, forcing a door, I've, I've scrolled through, I've seen a lot of your content now. You're opening yourself up for unbelievable criticism, but I also think in your delivery, in that goofy way that you said, not me, but goofy way, you are delivering a solid message to people that are looking for more. What was the catalyst that got you there, man? Well, I mean, I and to start this, I mean, it, it, it all started like back. And I mean, it's always been a mentality that I had. Yeah. Um, the Instagram started because my, my beautiful wife, I got to give a shout out to her. I love her to death. I've got a rock. And if, 
anybody who's met my wife and, and met me, they're like, holy shit, she's a unicorn for dealing with your ass all day. Dude, and, and I was putting stuff up on my Facebook, and it made no sense because it would be like a picture of my, my awesome kids were at the beach, and then all of a sudden it would be a water can. Right. And like my wife's like, hey, just start an Instagram page and see what happens. Right. And I'm like, uh, she's like, if it goes to shit, get rid of it. Don't don't spread yourself then. But you got to have an outlet with this stuff. And it's you know, it's just confusing with the kids, you know, and, and like, you know, like I'm putting up stuff. She's like, leave your Facebook for your personal stuff and just do fun stuff on Instagram. Yeah. I said, that's a fantastic idea. So I knew I was going to be a lightning rod. I knew that I was going to get shot down. And, you know, the worst thing you could ever do is read comments. But I can't help myself. Um and I, I want to have that conversation. And, dude, and since I started it, there's some stuff in there that, okay, okay, like I'm not wearing suspenders. I get it. I get it. I get it. And then there's some stuff where it's like, hey, man, I saw this, and I wanted to try it. Giddy and up. then and my first video was a ladder video that exploded. And, it, you know, it was just, hey, man, I wanted to do this real quick. And, you know, I had people that, you know, talked to me already. I'm just like, let me just get this out there because I, I love doing it. Now, I've also got people – that, that vet me too, man. I, I've got, I got some brothers out there that are definitely, you know, like, Hey, that's good. And they would, they would call me up right yeah. away and be like, yah, brother, you need to, let's pull that one down or let's rethink that one real quick. We you know need I mean? that. Absolutely, man. We need that. And, and then I've got some dudes that, I mean, it's, it's brotherly love and sisterly love that just straight up, you know, they'll, they'll fry me. I know, I know that they've got something <laughs> to say about my video. Cause I'm like, man, I haven't heard from this guy in forever. Yeah. Um, but I, I have a buddy that works in a large metropolitan area. Good, good fireman. Good fireman. I love him. Um, and he goes like, hey, man, I watched one of your videos. And some of that shit's pretty goofy. I was like, I was like, which one? And I do one where I do hootie, hootie yeah, hoos. I saw it's just one. one of my things. Yep, yep. And uh, he's like, it's pretty goofy. I was like, hang on, brother. When did you talk about it? Where did you talk about it at? He's like, well, I, uh, one of my guys at work saw it and asked if I knew you. And we started talking about it. I was like, I'm, I was like, so you mean to tell me a guy that probably goes to a fire every shift was talking about my big goofy ass with a mustache, talking about how I like to do searches and discuss. He's like, yeah. I was like, did you guys talk about how you did it and how you performed inside? He's like, yeah, we, 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 we talked about it and how we thought that was goofy, but we still, you know, talked about ours and built on that. There I was you like, go. So I sparked, I sparked your training in your That's firehouse. Right. He's like, you suck. I hate you. I mean, he was joking, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but Bro, but I, mean, I bro, I end every I end every podcast when I say take this back to the firehouse and talk about it because when we talk about the job, we're making the job better. You are a conversation piece. You are the catalyst to get people talking. Somebody sees something, even if they don't agree with it or don't like it, you get the wheels turning and the people talking. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, it's a home run. That's it, so so that's fun. But talk to me a little bit about was it hard for you to put yourself out there? Was it hard for you to hit that record button and say, I'm going to put this out there and uh, I'm curious what the feedback's going to be? Because there's a lot of people that are are out there putting out content, but they're not owning it. They own yeah, it. I mean, they own it through word, but they're not signing their face to it. They're not signing their names to it. Right. And so, you know, talk to me a little bit about that process. I mean, it, it, I, I got to backtrack because of where it yeah, all started. Do it, do it. I mean, uh, and I apologize, man. I'm, I'm, what? dude, I'm over the moon. This is fun. Apologize um, about what, man? You're, yeah, you're exactly. crushing it. Let's go. <laughs> there are no rules. That's right. But, uh, but anyways, like, uh, I got the opportunity to teach in the, uh, the academy in Falk Year. And 
from that, that this is where the name started. Um, I was talking to, to a few of the guys in class are now, you know, great firefighters and, you know, they provide great stuff. And they're like, Hey man, are you, are you going to FD, FDIC? I was like, well, I, you know, I was planning on going to it, but you know, I had to teach you guys this class. And like the, they started talking. I was like, Hey, we're not talking about that because we were, we had to get move on. I was instructing. I was like, we're doing F, FDIR. And they're like, nice. what does that mean? I'm like, well, fuck, fuck doing it right. And dude, it just, it, that's when it sparked. I was like, I was like, man, that just rolls off the tongue. Yes. And I was like, and, and dude, it built from there. And then I got to give a shout out to my brother, uh, Donald Jackson. He was in the Academy with me and he supported my ideas and dude, me and him built, you know, the program from that. And then from there, we were able to do uh, the first hell week in our County. And that was, you know, forcible entry, you know, hardcore searches, uh, just, just realistic stuff instead of that fire Academy stuff that had to make a foundation. It was more like, all right, cool. Scrap. Remember that stuff you guys did. That's your foundation. Yep. But hey, man, here's a room full of furniture. Now what? Uh, yeah, man. I know I taught you a left-handed, right-handed search, but now I'm gonna tell you, hey, man, this is how we occupy this space and all that stuff. And then it blew up from there. And then, you know, talking more about it, I got lucky. I was teaching. And my big thing is ladders. I I don't know how I fell into ladders, but I am a nerd about a duo safety ladder cool i just i it dude if it goes up i got you uh a buddy reached out to me and says hey man you mind doing a class in west virginia with me and i said i was like bro i'm nobody he's like hey man just come out it's a small class and you know i was like well i'm gonna i'm gonna own this let me go out here you know doing this as fdir Love and that. uh I was like, hey, man, I, and the thing is, is I didn't want to represent where I worked or where I volleyed. I just wanted to be Ben, and I wanted an FDIR was just, it's always been the attitude of yep. it. Yep, Went and did the ladders class, and, you know, like, it went well and everything like that. Dude, my first ladder class, and I'm not ashamed to say this, it took me a lot. First ladder class, I toss up a ladder. I'm talking to all these guys. I go to toss up another ladder. What do you think I did? <laughs> I can only imagine. Fully extended 24 yeah. in front of all these guys. Dump it. Come I dump it. Down. <laughs> oh, I dump it. And, dude, I'm telling you, like, just, dude, just head down and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, my, and then these two guys, I love them to death, and I'm, I'm giving shout-outs everywhere I go. Dan Turner and Billy Mack. Those dudes picked me up and said, bro, you're still doing a great class. I'm like, I'm an idiot. I'm such an idiot. No, shit happens, man. Like, happens yeah, on the and, fire and, ground dude, every day. And that's another thing is I'm learning everywhere I go. That's right. and that, that was a great learning experience from, from there. Uh, my buddy, Dan Turner, once again, reached out, said, Hey brother, I'd like you to come help us out in Ohio. And then dude, it just blew up from there to there. Yeah. And like, I was having fun, but I never had a page. And then that's where the wife's like, Hey man, just, just do this. You're already having fun doing it already. in these little small things, get it out there, have fun. And let people see what you got. And yeah. if they burn you down, you delete it and say, I don't know, who, who was that guy? Yeah, right. Never <laughs> saw that guy. That you can just shave your face <laughs> and start over. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll grow up my hair again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Talk to me then about the training aspect of it. Do you enjoy teaching or learning more? Oh, man, that is it. That's a tough one, man. I know. Like, I, I love, 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 love getting my hands on stuff. It's hard for me to step back and not do that. But I also love teaching and explaining stuff like you know some of the stuff we, we that i show might be not the same thing as you know like the other thing of like check boxes i don't want check boxes i don't want the hey we got to do this exactly we got to do this exactly 
I want you to get it done and get it done right. You know, I'm, 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 I'm hey man, and you know, let's move quickly and all this. Now you got to absorb that information. So like teaching wise, like I'm a lot, like I'm like, bah! and like, just like I am right now. But how do you, like, how do you, how do you facilitate that conversation with, especially new guys where the level of expectation is checkbox when they go through the Academy, they're checking off the list, they're checking the boxes, they're moving on to the next day. They're putting that in their bank. And what they just learned was really the bottom basement bargain, you know, uh, like nonsense of fundamentals that frankly, a lot of it doesn't even come to play on the fire ground. How do you broker that conversation? What's your method? How do you reach the student and say, you learn this, but here, let's, let's turn the corner a little bit here. Dude, I, I, you just got to throw spice at it, man. And I, and when I say spice, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm like that right there is, 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 is it's good, but it's also bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I don't like doing it, but like just enough where you got, you got to have, you got to have show students that you're invested in them. Like yes. I want, and like, I'm not the type of guy to be like, Hey, you can't do this right now. I'm like, you showed up, you're coming to do a class. We are going to get it done. Dude, I'll stay out here till, you know, two o'clock. I'll teach the one guy or I'll teach the 500 guys. I don't care, but we're going to figure out a method for you. And I've got brothers and sisters that are going to help you out too. If there's a different method, you know, like if people are different shapes and sizes, I'm five, nine, maybe weigh, weigh about 160. That's a joke. I weigh about like 250. Some of <laughs> mini fridge walking around. But like, you know, if I'm teaching to somebody that's smaller, like, okay, cool, man. Hang on real quick. I know a guy that does exactly what I'm talking about. Hey, brother, can you, can you talk to this guy and tell him real quick? Yeah. And it's not my thing. It's the fire services thing. Um, you know, Hey, it's, I never came up with it. All the stuff I'm teaching stuff like that is nothing that Ben Wilson sure. came up with. It's, smarter people than me that I just want to convey a message and, and fill it. Yeah. No, I, so, I, I get that. Where does that come from? The mentorship did you have? I mean, outside of your father, who was a big influence, obviously, I, you know, you were glowing before when you were talking about him and your early on experiences, but what about your early days in the firehouse? Were there, were there a couple guys that were influential in your upbringing in the fire service? Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, dude, there's like, uh, like the volunteer service. Yeah. I mean, back when, I was trying to get into like, you know, a career fire department, dude. I, I still to this day, I have a stack. I call them you suck letters of like where I've applied and all that fun stuff. And it was, it was a challenge to get back in the day. I mean, it wasn't that, you know, I did anything wrong. It was just like, Hey man, you didn't get picked for this one. Hey man, you didn't get picked for this one. And you, you get drugged down with that. And you're like, man, I don't know if I really want to do that. That's right. I was just going to ask you, you that. To, yeah. And then you talk to guys that are on the job and everything like that. And you're like, all right, cool, man. And you're like, hey, man, you got to keep your head up. You got to advance yourself. You got to be doing this. You got to do, do that. And I gravitated to guys that always wanted to advance themselves and they were very open about learning and, and teaching and stuff like that. And the same way that I put myself out there is the way those guys were putting themselves out there. So I was like, cool, man, let me gravitate to them and absorb as much as I can. And like we were talking earlier, uh, before we started recording, like I'm not afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I I want to know every single, you know, nut and bolt about something. I'm not going to be afraid to ask it. And if I can't find that information, I'll, I'll call somebody else. You know I mean? It's not a dig at anybody, but like, Hey man, like this guy does this every single day. Let me talk to them. Cool, man. Hey, I, I found this guy da, da, da. Hey, this guy's cool. Let's call him right now. Like I'll, I'll put my phone on speaker at the firehouse and be like, Hey brother, I heard the other day you searched a garden style apartment. You mind talking with my crew right now? And you're like, Oh man, we never thought about that. And like, oh, thanks, man. And you, everybody's got to be open. We get so tight and 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 angry in this job where it's like, I'm afraid that guy's gonna make fun of me. Yeah. Okay, cool. He made fun of you, man. That's that's neat. Um, 
move on. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Well, but that that's that's what's really interesting. When I break down conversations and I think of people, like how people approach things, there's always that one guy that is the the guy that's making shit happen. And usually that guy has a, a salesmanship quality about him because he can he can break down a situation very quickly, read the room, understand the people, and always look for answers and to make the conversation better, to make the environment better. Those are the guys that are always on the move, and you are one of those guys. And I and and I I I believe that I'm one of those guys too, right? I'm always looking for how to bring more to the conversation, more value, more connections. I love putting people together, all the pieces, right? I love all that. What, is that just you? Like, do we do guys like you and I that are ate up and, and we bring this quality about us to the conversation, to the kitchen table, to the front bumper, to the firehouse, picking up that phone and calling that guy that just searched that garden apartment? Like, not everyone can do that. Where does it come from? I do. I mean, right? it, it's been trial. It's been trial and error for me, man. OK, like I, I've had straight up guys just be like, are you are you making fun of me? I'm like, No, man, I'm not making fun of you click up the hang up on me. I'm like, all right, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I, like I said in the beginning, man, I I can never put as much like, you know, enthusiasm as much as I have into somebody, but there's going to be another guy you can spark, man. Like I'm telling you, man, some guys are just gas cans waiting for that spark. Yes, sir. And dude, and if you're that spark, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be phenomenal. Some guys are gas cans. Some dudes are logs. Like straight logs, and it. guess what? And I'm that heat. And I'm just gonna keep ripping that heat until I'm like, "Hey, man!" Like you know. And some dudes can't fucking stand me, and and I get it. And there's some days where I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna back off." Da 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 da. But yeah, other guys, dude, it's infectious, man. Like, go out into the bays and just start putting your face piece on. Start put everybody listen to me. Put your face piece on. Practice that. And if you start beating around in the bays, and you're gonna you're gonna have the trickle effect of guys coming down. Hey, man, what are you doing? I'm just practicing. Oh, okay. You might have one guy check on you. All right, neat. Then you're going to have another guy come out there. What are you doing? I'll put my face piece on. Oh, man, you mind if I join you? Okay, now I've got two guys. Now I've got three guys. Now we're doing this every single time. Make it fun. Like when When I used to be a boss is if you wanted to ride nozzle and I had another backstep fireman and they both qualified to ride nozzle, I said, hey, guys, we're going to compete for it right now. And you're like, uh, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, I need you guys to pull a line and mask up. Whoever does it fastest run riding my line today. Uh, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do it. And that, you know, that hopefully that competition is healthy competition. Yes. And it fills in the guy that that maybe have maybe lost. You know, I'm not here to like belittle people, but I'm like, all right, hey, uh, Jeremy, hey brother, you were you 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 flaked wrong. It got stuck up on your cylinder. Da da da. da. We're gonna make up time. And then the guy's like, "Man, shit." And what I'll do is at lunchtime, hey brothers, guess what? I got a change of mind. We're doing it again. And you, just that reputation. Rep. Ah, I can't even talk. No, the reps good. of doing. Yeah. The reps of doing that. Yes. And getting guys out there and having that competition. It's intimidating, but I'm telling you, if you have the buy-in of at least half the crew. People are going to want to start jumping in, doing stuff and everything like that. And it's got to be encouragement. Like, you got to be like, hell yeah, brother. And then that's another thing, too. Take pictures of your guys doing shit every time, man. Like, dude, I used to take so much pictures and I still do this day and I'll put them up on my personal Facebook or Instagram. And I love it when I get some old lady that comments like three, three weeks later, like, 
there's there there goes Billy doing a great job. Proud of you. Love grandma. I'm like, hey, that gra- hey, your grandma got on Facebook three weeks ago and she finally saw you. I love it. But I, let it, him see him doing stuff. Hell yeah, it, it matters. Infectiousness spreads. Like, hey, man, they're doing training. Why aren't we doing training? Let's start doing training. And I promise you, dude, it's just a like that spark. Like any fire we go to, it started out as the smallest flame. But it needs fuel. And that fuel is your people coming in. And, dude, we got to have this thing blowing out windows by the end of it because everybody wants a piece of it. Dude, very well said, man. Very, very well said. I love that. That's good. Let me ask you this, though. There's a downside to this, too. You can get disappointed pretty quick in people, right? I had to learn early on. I'll share a story, or not a story, but just early on in my life, I, I realized that I it was hard for me to hold people to the same expectations that I have for myself because I'm often disappointed, right? And And I had to learn how to manage that conversation with myself so that I wasn't constantly down and out on people, right? Because people have different levels of buy-in, right? And I I completely get what you're saying, and it is contagious. And in fact, I think how people ask all the time, my my department sucks, my company sucks, how do I change the culture here? And it, it literally takes that spark that you just eloquently said. It literally takes that amount of work from you to get the tempo rolling. And once you can get that tempo going, you can get that buy-in. But how do you deal with disappointment? Do you just pick up and move on? Or do you... Do you sit back and, and try to work harder to get their buy-in? I mean, some guys, we, we, we're just, you're going to beat your head against the wall. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is uh, I, I, and I listen to tons of stuff, but I don't write down who, who writes it or anything sure. like that. But I have no control over, like, you know, like that one individual. But maybe I've got control over these two. I don't want to say control. That sounds kind of No, I got it. Weird. No, we got it. We got but it. I got that. You know what I mean? Like. But there was somebody says a quote and says, if you go to an orchestra and you hear everybody playing their instruments and stuff like that, and you're like, that's pretty, you know, like, we're not like, I like, that's a horn that goes honk when you blow into it. I don't know what anything is, but I can listen to every single person up there playing. And the one person that's going to stick out is the guy missing notes. hundred percent. The guy's missing notes. Yeah. And the thing is, is we got to, Hey man, we got to catch that. Hey, Hey man, you're missing notes and everything like that. And if they tell you to go, you know, do something to yourself, hey man, I, I tried, I tried, man. Like I, I'm really trying for you. Your reputation's kind of going into the, you know, the shitter, and that's on you. And and the thing is, is people are gonna see what we're doing, but they're gonna see that you're not included. And then hopefully, hey man, there's there's some repercussions for you not living up to this standard. Now I'm not trying to you know push you out or anything, but I'm I'm I want you to be a part of my band. I want you to be. Number one, when you come to work with me, I want you to think that you work in the best fire department in the world. Right now, if you're listening to me and you don't think you work in the best fire department in the world, either change it or apply somewhere else. It doesn't matter where you are. You work for the best fire department in the world and you own that. Know that that whatever the bell calls that for your county, your city, your department, your jurisdiction, that the best guys are getting on the rig because you got the best attitude and you're rolling out the door with a smile on your face. And you know that you got the stability of knowing that I got my brother and sister to my left and right of me, that I know that anything goes down, we can handle this because we've trained, we've got good attitudes and we can rebound from this. If anything, we got to have a good rebound and just know that we've got it. Because if I come in there with a negative attitude that crumbles the whole crew and we can go out the door and be shitting ourselves because I don't know how uh, Tony's going to act on this call because he hasn't wanted to train with us all day. 
and now somebody's going to be collateral damage. Yes, sir. You talked earlier about being fired up right now, dude. If people that haven't, people that are going to listen to this for the last five minutes are going to be screaming at the top of their lungs about what you're talking about. I freaking love it, brother. Ben, you're crushing this. Your passion is unbelievable. Talk to me about the three core values that are important to you because that falls right in line with everything we've just been talking about. So I was very fortunate. Um, and dude, I, if you get to put on a white lid, the fire department stuff in my book is easy. Like now it's just pointing at stuff. Hey boys, girls, I need you to pull a line over there. Let's flow some water. Hey, I'm on scene. The house is on fire. You know, that, that stuff I think is easy because we have playbooks, we have information to review, but knowing people and knowing what they're about is a big thing. And I, and I got to give a shout out. This is one of my best friends. Uh, he worked underneath me, but a man that was definitely just beyond his years He's just intelligent wise, Malin Johnson. Love him. He's one of my best friends. Uh, he was a vet. He's a veteran. And uh, right now he, he quit the fire service and uh, he went and did something weird. I think it's, he works for, uh, I think it's called the FBI, something funny <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. But anyway, good, good friend of me. And and, and he said, Hey man, this, this is the core values. And I picked up on it and, I, and I've been carrying it ever since. Uh, but he, the three core values that I always talk about that every person needs to come with to work, to have right, to give you 100% is their family, their reputation, and their money. Those three core values are, what, are what's going to make or break somebody. If any of those are messed up, that's gonna, someone's not going to operate 100%. And I understand that some people talk, you know, money, hey, I'm a volunteer, I don't make any money. But hey, man, you got you to gotta be able to feed your family and still come in and volunteer, right? If you can't feed your family, right. you're not going to volunteer. That's right. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm a volunteer myself, and I get it. Like, I can't call out of work and just be like, hey, man, I got to go work this carnival, you know? Um, yeah, I get it. With those three core values, you can put those in any order you like. Some guys show up to work, and their thing is, is I'm here to make money. Good deal, good deal man. Hey, man, I'm going to help you be a better provider a better firefighter a better driver whatever that may be so you never have to worry about losing money you never have to sweat it about losing money you never have to miss a policy that came out because hey man now we're running a split lay and we got to pick up this i want you to be now now you have nothing to worry about your money okay cool man well we're doing training you got money now you're good at your job that good at your job is about your reputation that money that reputation you're going to have a better uh, worry not be worried about driving you into work you're going to be happy to drive into work and you're going to have a better family life um and that's just a simple way of talking about the money aspect of it yeah yeah reputation reputation is the biggest one for me and this is coming from a guy that puts up funny videos with a crazy mustache and a aretha franklin shirt i didn't even like, get to the shirts yet don't jump ahead <laughs> i still gotta bring that up go ahead uh reputation man reputation will carry you wherever you go if you even think that, like, man, this is a horrible assignment, this is a horrible place, this is a horrible volley house, I am now like, oh, this is just, I don't want to be here, da 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 Somebody knows somebody, and they'll be like, hey, what's up with Ben? I don't know, man, he's a shithead. And it takes that one person to say, you're a shithead, and it spreads. And now you got to build your reputation back up. Reputation's the biggest thing. That's going to carry you everywhere. Have the reputation, and this ties back into training. Have the reputation of showing up to work, being ready to go, be ready to train on everything. Have a play for something, something. Don't show up and be like, we'll see when we get there. Have that reputation of being that guy. Either be a fireman or a firefighter. I'll say fireman, fuck it. Fireman, be a fireman or be a spectator. And that's the reputation that I want when somebody comes and works for me. 
And then that reputation, you go home and when your wife asks you or your little kids ask you and say, mommy, daddy, are you, did you do firefighter stuff today? You say, absolutely I did. And I did it with a smile on my face. And here, here's a gift because I'm making good money because I'm able to provide for my family because everything's going good. I love it. I love it. I, I think there's so much value in your three core values. And it's kind of funny. I just said that, but it, it makes sense, right? Because I, I talk about it a lot too on this platform that you have to be in a good place in life to be in a good place in the firehouse. And if your personal life is a hot mess or your finances are, are effed up or your marriage is crumbling, you're never going to be in the right mindset, you know, to be able to do that job when we require you to do that job. And I think that that's super important, man. And reputation, 100%. And I think that's what's fun about that. When you think about you and, and your belief in these three core values and reputation, and here you are putting yourself out there every single day, whether you're teaching or training or, or putting a post up on Instagram, which opens you to the world of criticism, reputation matters, man. And you're willing to take that because you believe in your eight up personality and you believe in yourself and your mission of making this job better man and that's why you're gonna win i fucking love this brother love it okay treat the fire department like a gang what is that what kind of gang so bloods I, Crips? I, I, like what are we yeah uh, i mean uh, uh, hr hates when i say it but i mean <laughs> I, I, and i don't mean that we're you know we're, we're you know we're, we're gang banging or anything like that but i've got family and and, and everybody says fire department's family I agree with you, but just just follow me here real quick. Do I've it. got family that's got Ben Wilson blood in them, and I have no clue who the fuck they are. Yes, sir. Like, they could walk into a room right now, and I'd be like, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like your second cousin something, something. I'm like, neat. I've got a complete stranger, one of my best friends, and they're going to be upset because I said this guy, but I'll use him, Cliff Frederick, one of my best friends. He went through the same academy as me, got promoted at the same time, got to watch this guy get married, all that fun stuff. We have nothing in common, nothing. Well, we got tons of shit in common, but we had nothing, no blood, nothing, anything like that. That guy's got the same crest and name on his back of his shirt, and he's my he's my brother. He's my brother, and he will do anything he can for me. And the thing is, is I've had jobs where I've had flat tires and parking lots, and guys like, have a better day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I treat it like a gang. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to earn our respect and everything like that. But you put that shirt on. You're going to own that that day. And now you're representing whatever numbers, numbers on the front of your lid or on the side of your rig. That's what you own. That's your area. And you know it. We have the best job in the world. I'm tired of one guy shit on it and say, oh, it's a bad day. I know that I've got a guy down the street that's going to come and get me and help me. I know that if I got, even if it's something stupid and I need to build a deck, there's somebody in the fire department that will come build you a deck. You just got to give them beer and, and maybe some cookies or something like that. But this is the best job, and I, I treat it like a game because I want to own it. This is mine. This is my guy. And the thing is, is we complain. I'm fired up, brother. I love <laughs> we it. Complain. Go, go. We complain about policies and all that stuff, and that's higher-ups, man. There's no control of that. I will always constantly say, and there's probably somebody else that said this. Once again, shout-out to that guy or gal that said this, is I'm not in charge. I'm just responsible. And when we're responsible, when we're the boss or anybody – is that I got to check up on my people and we got to, if, if the boss says we got to make these shots, we got to make these shots. That's how we got to do it. You got to wear your shirt. You got to wear your shirt. I get it. Only thing is, is now I'm with you ride or die, ride or die or get out of the way. I, 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 and I can't come to work 
knowing, you know, like I got two beautiful boys and my gorgeous wife and I can't come to work, but knowing like, Hey man, I'm, I'm not about that life right now. Oh, okay, man. I get you. We'll work on that, but eat it up. Love yeah. it, man. Like I want you, like I said, if you don't work for the best fire department, fix it or apply somewhere else because you do. I don't think, you know, if somebody says they don't work for the best department, they never will work for the best department. Right. It's just them. It's it, it's in it's within them. It's the individual, not the department. Listen, we all we all have been in departments, or there's been times that all of our own departments have let us down. There's no doubt. Not every not, there's not a single fire department that is the best institution in the world. And you know, it's not always the best, but it's still the best because that's where you are, and you're putting your worth and ethics and morals, values, your work ethic, and everything goes into that fire department. It should be the best department in the world agreed agreed i mean and and like we i mean like our dude think and i think about this all the time man you say like i, I worked in a factory and some of that stuff was like going on like sketchy stuff i'm just yeah. like i'm gonna get in do my job and i'm gonna leave right dude if you pulled into a firehouse right now you pulled into a firehouse and say you were just picking up you forgot uh a piece of clothing you got to pick up and you see a guy from another shift wearing your t-shirt and some random dudes rolling up on him to you know, unfortunately do bad things. There's going to be no question, at least for me to hop out my car and be like, I'm on your side. That's right. And you know, and I'm not going to ask questions. That's right. You know, I'm not telling you to be like, you know, have gang fights in your parking lot. I'm not telling you that, but this is the only job where we'll do that. This is the only job where you 24 seven, you're watching your guys back and you know that you're going to have somebody coming from somewhere and they're going to love it. And the thing is, is just because we work for the same place and that is, Gangster shit. I listen. I love how you say that the fire department is like a gang. I, I believe in that because I'm thinking about it as you're going on and on, all fired up, which I love, man. Because you you are just crushing this today, and I, I freaking love it. But it is so true because what do you do with a gang? There's buy-in, right? You you get you, you have to buy into it, and then they protect and take care of you. And that is exactly what this should be. You have buy-in, you give yourself to it, and we'll take care of you. And that's exactly what this should be. And, you know, that looks many different ways. Because, like I said, there are times where people get dismayed and disappointed in the system or disappointed in our own people. But ultimately, we, we, the individuals, have the ability to put one another on. So even if the institution is letting them down, whether it's a pension issue or whatever the hell it is, right, terrible leadership, we can still boost each other up. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you want to take this? Talk to me. Let's, let's go down this road. You, you, uh, you brought it up. I was going to do it in the intro and I forgot. I, I ran, ran right over my note. Let's talk about your love for eighties, iconic, uh, music and culture and your t-shirt collection. Every video, when people, after they listen to this, they're going to go check you out on Instagram, right? FDIR, they're going to check you out and they're going to see that in some of your training videos and most of your training videos, you are rocking ridiculous t-shirts what is that about so it all started um and it honestly was hawaiian shirts okay. um i wore hawaiian shirts all the time because i'd go to conferences and like you know like i said i got a unicorn of a wife i'd like hey babe I'm, I'm gonna go to this conference you mind she's like all right you go to your conference and all that stuff so i'd wear a bright hawaiian shirt so i'd be in a sea of blue and you'd see, like, like I said, I'm, I'm a larger dude. You'd see this bright ass Hawaiian shirt, and then she could hold. She'd be like, all right, there, there's, there's my husband, and she showed it to my boys. Like, there's daddy, you know. That's da, awesome. da, you know. Yeah. Just to spark, you know, the conversation. Then, you know, like the Hawaiian shirts are hard to teach in. 
I was ripping off buttons and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, when I go, I want to represent Ben. I want to represent Ben. And then the message is FDIR. I think that everybody has FDIR in them. It's, it's, it's just my message of like, Hey man, let's do this. Let's do it right. There's no, there's a thousand ways to do it, but let's just do it. And my and the thing is I didn't want to wear a fire department shirt. So I started wearing just random, you know, like, like the eighties music and like this, this strong women, dude, like Aretha Franklin, Dude, I love Beyonce, dude. TLC. I think I even saw an Outcast shirt in one of them. Oh, dude, Hootie Hoo, baby. <laughs> um, dude, like, and that's, and I just want to have that conversation. You know, is it a little distracting? Yeah, but I mean, like, dude, like, if you ever want to lose a class, just have a car go by. Like, if you're teaching outside and a car goes by, every single guy in that class looks at the car going by, like, bro, have you not seen a car? So it's a little bit of flashiness and everything like that. And dude, and, I, and every shirt I wear is music I love. Um, I, and it's just, I love it. And it's just cool things. And, and it's, and another thing, and dude, my, my wife buys me these t-shirts and, and you know, and I rock them and I think they turn out well. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. I guess this will be a part of it now. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I think you, you are a man that understands how to uh, carry a conversation and, and to draw attention and to draw people in. A conversation piece. You say goofy, I say interesting, right? Like, I think that's what matters. I, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna reach the student, and I say student, but it's just our peers, right? When you're out teaching, it's nobody's better. Like, I hate. I always ask guys that teach all the time, like, what do you call the people in your audience? Like the people that attend training, I don't consider them students. Like we're all students of the fire service, like that ridiculous cliche statement, right? We're all students. Yeah, no shit. But like. Yeah. They're just peers, right? Like, it's another guy that wants to come and do fireman stuff, and, and there just happens to be another guy that's got some experience up front talking about it, right? So, oh, dude, I, and I let people, hey, man, if you want to try something, try it. Like, yeah. hey, you saw this, da 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 and, like, I, there, there's people out there that are way smarter than me, man. I know there are. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is, like, hey, man, you saw this? Cool, man, let's try it. You are you are participating. I'm not, like we said, a checkbox. I'm not checking a box. You don't get a, you know, a certification at the end of this. This is clearly just slowly here for you to get reps in and for everybody to learn in an environment where you get to go, you know, balls to the wall and try to do what you want to do and get that, get that rep in. That's all it is. You know, I'm not here to be like, uh, now there's some stuff where I'm like, Hey man, that's, that's going to hurt you if we don't do that. Right. And that's, you know, that's a job of any instructor to be like, Whoa, hang on. You yeah, know? Right. Of course. And that's why we have that. Yeah. So what, okay, so let's talk about this then too, because this is an important topic for me. I love getting guys on the podcast that are right in your range. You're uh, nine years career, 16 years in the fire service, so you're, you're south of 10 on the career side and you're north of 15 on the volunteer side and, and, and your immersion in the fire service. You are in that perfect age category where you can be incredibly influential because you're still young and so you're still learning, but you've been there long enough to know and you can start teaching and talking about it. You are bridging that gap between that young generation, that next generation coming in with less than one, two, three years in. They're looking up to you. And then you have the older group that you're there facilitating the conversation and keeping them, still keeping them engaged. So you're in that very unique age slot that I think is the most pivotal and critical in, in the fire service. Like guys with like 10 years in that 10 to 15 year age group are the ones that are making tomorrow's fire service. Would you agree? Oh yeah, dude. It, and, it, and it's coming quick. Like it's a, it's a big gap. There's mm -hmm. like, 
like we got guys retiring and this, and this goes across the country. Yeah, see yeah, it. yeah. Like guys retiring and now those guys, you know, that have, you know, not that many years in. Like, I mean, dude, I mean, I remember guys telling me like you didn't go for lieutenant until you were like, you know, 10 years in. Right. You know, 10 or like 15 years in. And now we got we got to fill that gap. And the thing is, is, hey, man, like you like the, the information we have out there these days is phenomenal. Like, you know, like uh, you can look up articles, you can reach out to people. Like I said, I'm not afraid to call somebody on the phone. I mean, there's somebody that will want to talk to you. There's somebody else out there in the world that's just like me, you know, that wants to talk about the job. Um, and the thing is, we can gather that information and make ourselves better, but we got to stop hoarding the information. Amen. We got to have guys set up, ready to go. And the thing is, is if I don't know about it, hey, Jeremy, man, I want to I want to have you come down here. And, 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 and teach a class for me. Do you, could you do that? You know, Hey, blah, blah, blah. I'd like you to come out here and do a class. There are experts in the field that will love to do that. And, you know, like, Hey man, I'm, I'm just here for the purpose of like getting enthusiasm going and wanting you to do the job good, but there are intelligent guys that will make it better. And filling that gap is we have to be fluid. We have to be understand that we're, we're also human beings. Like people make that rank and stuff like that and they become hard and everything like that. And yeah. Now I got to know this policy and that policy. It, 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 it is, it, it will burn you to the ground. But I think what anchors us is the actual true parts of our job. And then to see that, get you know, just to spread out, that will warm your heart and tell you to keep going and make the fire department a thousand times better. I love it. What excites you? What I mean, I know you're excited about the whole job. You're eight up. I get all that. We talked about it. I know training is a passion of yours and you have, you've, you know, dove in the deep end on, on training. What else, what is the passion? What's driving you right now? What is it about? Is there a topic? Is there something that just fuels you every day? You get in your car, drive to the firehouse. What's on your mind? Oh man. Um, it's a hot one here, and uh, I, I've always been about it. Is, is searches? That's a, that's a big one, um, dude. It, that that's a huge one, man. Like, I think we can get to the fire quickly, and we can put it out. But we, we, we the studies have shown, hey, smoke and CO is snuffing people out. And I never want to go into like a kitchen fire that's you know pretty banked down, but it was a little job, and we're all high fiving in the kitchen. And I open up the door, and grandma's in her chair, snuffed out. You yep. know. Yep. Uh, searches and I mean, dude. I mean, talking about driving to work, dude. I, I think everybody does it, and it's it's just thinking like a firefighter, man. Like, dude, I I don't know. I mean, I've I've got a pretty long little hike to work, and I'm just driving by houses. I'm like, oh, two story single family dwelling. There you go. You know, inside alpha, dude. Hey, man, I pull the line there and there, and you know, just the wheels are spinning and spinning and spinning, and like, you know, I'm I I'm back to just being a regular firefighter right now. I'm either a driver or a firefighter. And when I come in, I'm like, hey, what's the game plan? What are we doing? Da, 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 da. And then you get the – it's cool to see that different minds of everything else and apply it. But, dude, going back, I'm beating all around the bush. No, right no, there. no, you're good. Keep going. I love watching I'm, – I'm listening to your brain work right now. I'm freaking loving oh, it. Oh, dude, it's, yeah, I got to grab another gear. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and I mean, dude, just – just I, it's got to be – it's got to be searches probably the biggest, biggest one I for me. And then, uh, and then, and then just the application of water and then just fire behavior is another big one for me that I've, I've seen like literally somebody like, and, and this is years ago and I, and I was in the fire service. I thought I understood fire behavior and somebody goes, Hey man, that box right there catches on fire at 300 degrees. I'm like, uh-huh. They're like, how hot is the flame? I was like, 
well, it's got to be 300 degrees. So, like, think about it, brother. I was like, the flame off that thing is anywhere from, like, 1,000 to 12. I was like, oh, shit. And it was just, like, just shit like that. Yeah. It's stuff that we blow by. Well, yeah, sometimes it's the the littlest things, and it's the aha moment. You're like, no shit. I didn't think of it that way, right? And that's that's what I love about this is, like, everything you're you're spitting today is fantastic because you're going to make a lot of people sit back when they listen to this episode and go, I didn't think of it that way. I didn't look at it that way. And sometimes we need somebody to paint a different picture. Tell us the same message over and over, but tell it to me differently, and one day it's going to click. Oh, yeah. Dude, that, and that's what that is 100% what it's about, man. Yeah. I just want the conversations in the firehouse. That's all I want. I, I, don't, I don't want to be like, dude, Ben's way is the best way. Right. No, 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 no. If you think that I'm an idiot, I still won. I still won because you're communicating and you're going to figure out another way of doing it. I am okay with that. I, I, I'll hold up the bullseye for it. I understand it. There's things in the fire department that I've never done. And, you know, but I hope to do, and there's some things yeah. I don't hope to do. I right. mean, there's some pretty sketchy shit we have to do. But the thing is, is I don't know it all. And it's that's not what it's about. It's about having that conversation, having that plan, and being to imp- make, make the situation better. Like I said, you're either a spectator or you're a fireman. Like, you're either somebody in a cool costume or you're going to be a game changer when you pull up. That's awesome. I, I wrote that down twice now. Be a, fire, uh, yeah. be a fireman or be a spectator. That's it. Figure yeah. it out, right? No, Somebody no, else probably came up with that, man. I will. Well, they very well might, right? But here's the thing. You're spitting it, and I love it. And it, 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 it absolutely summarizes everything you talked about today and being ate up about the job, how we started this conversation already 55 minutes ago, by the way, Ben. You know, right. that that's how quick this goes, man. And, and, you know, your message today was super strong and powerful, and I absolutely enjoyed this conversation with you. It was awesome. I am so excited to see what's next for you and as you as you push forward and watch you grow i think you have tremendous tremendous uh opportunities in front of you and i think you're gonna crush them brother and uh, i wish Uh, you incredible success yeah well i wish you incredible success with your career and everything you're gonna do outside of the firehouse and making this job better just the passion in your voice for the last hour today has fueled me for today and many days to come brother and i appreciate you very very much Thank you so much for this opportunity, brother. Hell yeah, it's man. It was fun. And I knew nothing about you, and I walk away from this, and I want to just, like, absolutely, like, put you in a headlock, give you a noogie, and call you my best friend and buy you a beer. You no, know I what I mean? I, when I see you, it better happen. Yeah, I will. <laughs> it absolutely will. But, brother, thank you very, very much for today's episode. Um, I loved it. I loved everything about this, and I, you brought tremendous value to the conversation today, and your passion is infectious and so I challenge everyone that listens to this episode is to take something from this episode take it back and create that conversation like you talked about you know earlier who do who Hootie who? Hootie who, bud. I greatly appreciate it, man. Get that conversation going. Ben Wilson, FDIR. Thank you, brother, for joining me on the podcast today. I appreciate you, man. Thank you guys so much. Much love. Yeah, cool. Stay right here. I'm going to sign off the podcast. I'm going to come right back to you, all right? Hi, bro. Beautiful. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Another what? What? What was that? You want to? Did you say something? Ben, you there? Yes, sir. Yo, I thought you said something, man. I was closing. Oh, no, 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 I was no, like, I was like, hoping you were hopping in with something. Another nugget, man. But uh, anyway, yeah. So listen. Hey, okay, I'll yeah. say this one. Do it. And I heard this. I'll say one more. One more mm. because this is another big thing in our job. Mm. What's the safest thing a firefighter can do? I don't know. 
not be a firefighter. That's right. Stay in bed. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. Uh, guy, we, you and I could go for hours on this. We're going to get you back. I love doing this with you. Great message today. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. And thank you to everybody for tuning in. The National Fire Radio community, the podcast community, whether this is your first episode or you've been listening from day one, we appreciate everything you bring to the table to push this platform forward. Thanks for tuning in. Take this conversation that I had with Ben today, take it back to your firehouse and make the conversation happen because as we talk about the job, we are making the job better. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the next one. Jeremy, National Fire Radio. National Fire Radio.